Hey guys, welcome to About Average, the podcast from out of Townsville, North Queensland, talking about everything that's about here, I guess. Um, here with me, as usual, is Russell. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, can't complain. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but it's funny. Yeah, we're just backwards it up and it was, I don't know, sounded funny. <laughs> Fucking, man... What the fuck happened the other week with the Cowboys, man? 18 to 66. I turned it off at like 52, 18, and I just, I just, I can't do this. I cannot do this. I'm, I'm just, we've been, we've been going like good enough lately that it was just, I could, I could bear it. But then that was just a fucking spanking. Like, holy shit. The wheels just fell off. The toys got picked up, thrown out of the cot, like, fuck. Yeah, it was it was definitely our worst performance of the season. I mean, I don't know if it was, like, a, a bit of a, a mental thing, maybe, for the boys, where, you know, they had two good weeks, started to feel like they were starting to get a bit of the form back that they had last year, and maybe when the game started, you know, when the Tigers come out the way they did. Like, the Tigers played a very good game of football. Oh, yeah, the I Tigers. think they, off memory, don't quote me on this, but I think they completed at 91%. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like when you're when you're completing at ninety one percent, you're hard to beat. Yeah, but we played horrible, and I feel like it was it had to be a mental lapse for the boys. Like they they expected themselves to start doing better, and then when they weren't, just went well. Fuck, what is going on now? Yeah, you know, and just from there, just let the game run away from them. I feel like we just weren't competitive in it, and it was just really disappointing to watch. I think the bottom lips just dropped, and it was it just went to shit from there yeah. but I mean you couldn't get away from the fact that you had every single time Luch got anywhere near the ball the fucking Tigers fans are just booing him it, it was, was grubby man it was grubby as fuck especially when it's his old te- um, yeah it was his old team like there's no respect for it like you see you see ex-Cowboys come to Townsville like when the Dolphins came and played you had Hammer and Tom Gilbert oh yeah like, do, and um Connolly uh, Connolly Lemwelly yeah 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 I don't know if I pronounced that, that yeah. right, but I'm pretty sure I did. Close enough. Um, like the reception they got at our stadium, like they're, they're Cowboys forever. It was it was like a welcome home. Yeah, 100%. yeah, especially for Hammer. Yeah, and Tommy Gilbert. Yeah, and Cowboys. Tommy. Every Cowboys fan loves Tommy Gilbert. He's just a machine. But I feel like we did we did redeem ourselves against the the Knights last week. I mean, we did lose, but didn't we play the Eels? Oh fuck. <laughs> Well done. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. I do the editing, so <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta leave that in. <laughs> yeah, I should. Anyway, <laughs> so but we versed the eels last week against little sookie cunt Mitch Moses. Mm. But we had a much, much better game. Even though we lost, we could have still won that game, like At least we were in it. We were in it. And because we were missing Val for the Origin camp as well, we Chad was kicking, and I don't imagine Chad's done a lot of fucking kicking since Val's, you know, been doing it. Well, Val's the man for it. Exactly. <clears throat> and Chad did miss a few conversions that night, which if it wasn't for the late try against us in the second half, we would have won that game on the conversion points. It was just unlucky. The other team played better. We played with heart that night. Yeah. Like, the boys actually put in a solid effort. 
and that's all we want from the team. Yeah, like it, from coming from last week, uh, the week before spanking to that to last week's, you know, it or last week's performance. It was, it wasn't that bad. Like I was just, I was happier watching that. I was went and walked away from it, going at least the boys had a go. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, but at least it was gritty. Yeah, that's right. They grit their teeth and they had a go, mm. and it's just oh shit happens. Honestly, if you're pulling a Cowboys jumper, that's all we expect from you. That's exactly right. Like, if, if you're out there, you're having a go, you're doing your best, you come up short, you come up short. But if you're out there having a go, putting pride in the jersey, then no worries. That's that's all any Cowboys fan is asking for. Yep, absolutely, for sure. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure the Cowboys play at home next and we versus the Storm. Ooh, really? Yeah. Shit, how am I not aware of this? I didn't realize it was a storm next. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, oh, cool. I got to update my NRL up. Yeah. Oh, shit. I need to do my tips. <laughs> We're all over it right now. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, fuck. Fuck, yeah. Well, actually, the I was listening to The Ranch this morning, and they were saying that State of Origin is not in there. That's right. I'll actually I'll do my tips on... um. I'll do my tips later when we get to the end of Talking Footy. Well, actually, we'll talk about that you when we get right, to the end of Talking Footy. It's a home game against the Storm. Shit, I need to get my tickets quick. Because, mm. I don't know, got to get good tickets for Dad. Yeah, you get those ones at the bottom there. Yes, not the tickets that make Dad walk up 50,000 flights of stairs. Yeah, that's the only bad thing about this stadium. Is It's just, it's. I mean, it catches a lot of people off guard, I think. Because... If if you <coughs> like if you're fully aware of what the situation is at the stadium with seating and how you know how much of a hike it is up to the back seats and shit like you if you're a person who isn't you know that you know getting around too well then you you're not gonna get those tickets but if you just get tickets to the stadium and you're like oh yeah sick and you've never been there and like I remember when I was there last time there was this bloke he would have been like. He wouldn't have got much change from a hundred bucks, eh? For what? For how old he was. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he would have been like... In I his, like that. He would have been in his 90s, man. Like, this dude just looked old as fuck. And just, he got to like, see, you know, all the way up those stairs just to get up to the second tier there. And then he got to like, you know, around... And then when you get to the top of like that opening in the thing there, and he's looked up the fucking next flight of stairs, he's got to walk, and he's just, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, I just looked at him, and I'm thinking, fuck me, like I wish there was a bunch of blokes here we could just pick him up and take him up there. <laughs> I'd probably do me back, but you definitely would do your back. I'd just stand there as moral support. Come on, boys, you got it. Yeah, I need like a little crane hoist thing. Up to the top stairs. What they need is just like... An elevator like Suncorp. Yeah. They sent an elevator shaft there at the, the back in a couple of spots, just to the very back of the stands, because it's going to be a lot easier to walk down to your seat. Yeah. And then when you want to leave at the end too, you can just keep walking down all the way down. Well, it's like Suncorp's got elevators. Yeah. Well, Suncorp apparently has had like a really big refurb in the, in the recent of years, and apparently... It's fucking mental to how it used to be. Yeah, right. I mean, they were talking about it on the Reggies this morning, and I was just like, "Fucking hell, yeah, right." 
like Doug went there for Suncorp uh, for Magic Round yeah um, and yeah he, he reckoned it was awesome like apparently Magic Round at Suncorp is the fucking best it's like the only thing the only thing better than Origins Magic Round apparently there's that many pubs there too you never wait in line yeah yeah like there's that many places to get a drink that 80,000 people can get a drink without waiting fuck me imagine how many cunts they employ to like work the bars and shit in that place and even like how much I wonder how many bloody rooster rolls they sell like do they Ooh. have do they have red rooster at that stadium because I know they do at Townsville Stadium I'm sh- I don't know man surely Does they red do red rooster sponsor the Cowboys uh possibly that's not something I'm 100% sure hey Google does uh red rooster sponsor the Cowboys that's Red Rooster sponsors the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> North Queensland Toyota Cowboys sign Red Rooster, 30 April 2010. Oh shit, they've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been They're since year nine. Sponsor. Well, well, they, they well, there you go, because it's probably about well, it's probably the first time I went to the stadium at Dairy Farmers, and they had Red Rooster then. Mm, makes sense yeah makes sense man why don't people do that in their podcast they just instead of having a producer just put the phone in your lap and just ask it <laughs> now <Hey>, google <laughs> now apparently the problem is is if you're in a car and you're listening to this and then i say this oh, over here, brings up yeah you're, you're, yeah the phone will stop playing the podcast <laughs> and be like yeah what's going on <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like every like 20 minutes i just want to throw out a hey google just to piss people off <laughs> <laughs> Or a hey Siri, so I get the iPhone users, because they're a bunch of dumb cunts. Not even sorry. Yeah, fuck iPhones. iPhones are for simple cunts. Yeah, get Android. Get some personalization, for fuck's sake. Get a phone that's good. Yeah. Like, just get good. (laughs) Just don't be Apple. Just don't be one of them cunts. Or if you are Apple, just don't do the software updates, because then your phone will be shitting slow. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Oh, I might run through my tips. Yeah, go on, send them. So, I haven't actually put them in yet. Uh, that's about a seven. That was solid. <laughs> Alright, so we got the Tigs versus the Raiders um, in Campbelltown. Oh, man, if you're going to base them on how they played, the, played against the Cowboys. Oh. But the Raiders, but uh, who'd they fucking beat last week? I mean, yeah, the Raiders. The Raiders won last week against Manly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Raiders beat Manly. And I was like, "You serious?" Uh, the Raiders. Raiders got up over the Rabbits. Oh uh, yeah, Raiders, that's right. Thirty-three twenty-six. Yeah, that's right. I was like, "What the fuck?" But then I remembered that it's Origin time and teams that shouldn't win win at the moment. How did the Tigers go last week? They had a buy. Yeah, Man, the, t- the Tigers are going to be fresh. That's a really hard call, man, because if the Tigers play like they did against the Cowboys, yeah, that's coming sp- off a bye too, like they had a big win and then a bye, so they're going to be confident, they're going to be fresh. It's a home game. And it's them. a home game for them. Honestly, that's that's hard to bet against the Tigers there, even though they're up against the Raiders. I'm going the Tigers. Yeah, I, think, I honestly think that's a good bet. And, and it, you have to put a margin down on the first game, so I'll put six points down because it's safe. Yeah, it should be. It'll probably be a close game. I just put six points every week because it's a safe bet. Because if your team loses, then at least it minimizes the damage. <laughs> Fair call. Well, if you don't tip at all, it just has you as a zero. Tigers at $2.10 is pretty good odds, though. Yeah. 
like considering everything we just went through like that's that's not bad odds yeah they are the underdog but mm. um and then we got warriors and the dolphins at mount smart well i'm gonna go the dolphins because up the fins up the fins queensland team and after what happened in new zealand last week fuck did you see that shit when they play oh yeah bro what 12 the fuck? streakers man <laughs> you sent that to me man <laughs> like yeah so I, I saw the message with the video it was like a bunch of streakers but i didn't actually watch it as soon as i saw it and then i actually like watched it a few hours later and i was expecting one but no it nah. just they just keep fucking coming <laughs> it's like what are you guys doing do you want footy to come here like do you want a second new uh new zealand team yeah, like, like, do, you, do you actually want another team over here? Because if you do that <laughs> shit, you won't get it. All right? It's just going to be the Warriors. Like, you got to pull your heads in a little bit. It has, it has to have been the first time in history that a streaker's been booed. Because apparently it just ha- it just kept happening. It, yeah, it did get to the point where people started booing. Because, well, people were just like, well, for fuck's sake. Like, you know, if one cunt runs out there, like, oh, hey, yeah, right, oh, you're a fucking little funny bastard. But, like, then you get to the 12th, dude. You're just like, all right. Can we play some footy? Yeah. Like, surely one of these players is just going to run at you straight and just fucking deck you. Man, I'd... L- well, not just deck them, but, like, I'd love to see someone just get careened by a big fucking forward just for being a streaker. That'd yeah. be so funny. So, but then again, like, it's it's a tough one because the Warriors are always strong at Mount Smart. But... And you feel like the Warriors will be really wanting to prove the, prove New Zealand after last week's complete and utter embarrassment. Honestly, the Warriors are playing good footy too. Oh man, that's a fucking tough one. It's literally... I, I would take the Warriors at home there. Um, you know what? They lost last week and they usually come... And then they and pl- last week they lost a close game to the Bronx. Yeah, and the so Bronx are in form too. Year. Yeah, they've been, they've been playing good footy. The only reason the Bronx aren't on top of the ladder... Is because they haven't had a bye yet. They've won nine games. Panthers and the Sharks are tied for first, second, and third with the Bronx um, on the same amount of points, but the Bronx haven't had a bye yet. Which, shit, do they have a bye this week? Uh, they're playing this week, but they got a bye next week, I think. Yeah, the Cowboys haven't no, had a bye yet. They're playing yet. the week after as well. Fuck, when do they get their buys? The Cowboys haven't had a bye yet either, have they? Um... No, but we get ours in round 15. Next week? Yeah. Uh, no, two weeks. 16. No, it is next week. Yeah. Shit, right. yeah. Right. Too far back. But yeah, I'd, I'd honestly, I'd take the Warriors there. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to because it's just, I feel like the Warriors are going to come in strong, eh? Mm. Like, just... Especially not, in Auckland, bro. Not not thinking about it, I would have just gone on the Dolphins because Queensland team, I've been backing my Queensland teams. It And fins up. It and fins up. <laughs> it okay, went, where you from? Fins up. It, it um. One week I backed every Queensland team and every Queensland team won, and the very next week I backed every Queensland team and every Queensland lost. team <laughs> lost. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" Hey, look, it's fifty-fifty shot. Man, right? the the round that I tipped one out of eight. It was like, like going off a lot of the podcasts that I listened to. It seemed like anybody who had any idea about football, out of anybody who... Sorry, I'll say that again. Out of anybody who knows anything about football, the best that those people did were like three out of eight. Yeah, it's just a pure week of upsets. So, 
one I did see one comment on Facebook. This guy said, "This the office girl got a perfect round because a fucking like a tiger would beat a fucking this thing like all the teams if their character versus the other one." Nothing to do with the footy at all. Just if the fucking panther versus the shark, like, or, I don't know. Like, it was just... <laughs> That's a fucked up battle, man. If the panther... Well, so it was like a panther versus bronco or something like that. It was uh, that's just, a decent... That's a fair fight. You know, it was like all this stuff. Bronco, but like, but like all it's on land. But like all this stuff and like... And old mate went through the whole round and I just went, yeah, if I tipped the round going off of that... I would have got a perfect round too, but you just got to play your animals. Yeah, yeah, don't play. Yeah, so if you know anything about football, you fucking lose. <laughs> but if you just play with the animals, you're sweet. Drink or a piss. Both. Can you grab me one too, please? Yeah. Yeah. And shout out to Russell today. He finally learnt that you're supposed to stand up to piss instead of sit down. <laughs> Uh, I, I told shit, don't worry about that. I only said one thing. You have to listen to the pod to hear it. <laughs> so. That oh, was about a one. So we bring it to Seabus Super Stadium on Saturday, 5.30. We've got the Titans versus South Sydney. How are the Titans going this year? I haven't honestly been paying attention. They're ninth on the ladder. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't tell me a lot because the ladder's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, because Cowboys are only four points off the top eight and we're in 15th or something like that. Like, it's it's really, it's a really weird season. <laughs> How are the Bunnies going? They're going pretty good. Yeah, the they? Bunnies are doing good. Yeah, they're doing Trell's really good. been smashing it, man. Bro, he cops so much shit, but fuck, he's a good footy player. Yeah, you know what? He cops shit from all the old fucking racist heads. I feel like another another big factor in it is he became such a big star so damn quick. Mm. Like, you know, he got touted mm. as the next Greg Inglis and, you know, like, when you get that famous that fast, it's not going to be easy to say all the right things and nah. do all the right things nah. to keep everybody happy. Like, yeah. You've got to learn that shit. Exactly. And when it happens so fast like that, like you can't learn that shit overnight. The best example is Mike Tyson, man. Mike Tyson just, like, yeah, he was an animal to begin with. But then he got all the fame and all the fortune so early on and he knew he was an animal. He had that inside his head. I'm an animal. So now he's a, he knows he's an animal and he's got all this fame and fortune. Like he just turned into an absolute cunt. That's just what happened to him. And then he realized what was going on. And now look at him. He's like the chillest fucking dude that would still knock you out, but the chillest dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you know, he lo- loves taking mushrooms and just having a good time with people, but yeah, don't fuck with him. Yeah. But, you know, it's that, it's that instant fame sort of thing that I feel like could it'd be so hard to mentally control and maintain yourself through. Yeah. Like, For sure. And to... to <clears throat> especially with the way the media is now you know everything's got to be politically correct and if you're doing this you're a terrible person even though every other fucking person on the planet that's not famous has done that yeah 
But no, because you're famous, you're a shit cunt for it. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. It, it'd be really hard to learn how to not fuck up in the media. But all this talk on trail, he's not even playing this game. What? Didn't he make the New South Wales team? No, he made the New South Wales team, but he's out. Oh, he's injured. Yeah, he's injured. Oh, thank fuck for that. Yeah, dude. He's too good, man. <laughs> yeah, like every like every as soon as Trell was out, all the Queensland podcasts went yes, <laughs> yes. and all the New South Wales podcasts just went fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can totally see that. But like, he's a very talented player, man. Man, when That's... the Cowboys were looking at signing him, I was pretty keen on. It. Yeah, but like, I'm glad that we signed Drinky in that spot because like not even just for Drinky's talent but I feel like just it's a better match the, the bloke he is is a good match for the team yeah like you know he, he blends in well with the team and he's got a little loud mouth on him mm, so yeah he's, you know he's, he he's good vibes oh, I love Drinky yeah shout out Drinky <laughs> but so I'm gonna go south on that Mainly too because the Titans are paying three bucks over a dollar thirty, and it's like it's a home game for the Titans, but it's it's the Souths. Like Souths are in form, man. Souths are def- when aren't Souths in form? Yeah, it's just like now that I actually get footy and I'm just not, I just don't have the fucking Cowboys wool pulled over my eyes and think we're the best and fuck everyone else. We are the best, fuck everyone else. Yeah, well that is true, but. <laughs> <laughs> But now that I actually pay attention to like the rest of the league as well, I'm just like I actually notice which teams are just good. Mm. So it's like Penrith. I know Tommy from the Alpha Blokes mentions he goes, "Yeah, see, everyone's so quick to fucking jump on me. Like, oh, you just go for the Panthers because you know they're a good team." No, nah, when I was a kid, my dad was a Sharks fan, and oh no, no, his dad was a drag Dragons fan, and he just asked his dad when he was a kid. You know, do I have to go for the Dragons because you do? And he says, no, you can go for whatever team you want. And he goes, oh, I'm just going to go for the Panthers because they're cool. <laughs> and then the next year, they won a premiership. <clears throat> That's awesome. And then they were shit for fucking, like, 15 years. <laughs> and then Phil Gould come in with his 10-year plan that actually worked. Yeah. And everyone talks shit. <laughs> yeah. But fuck, I can't stand Phil Gould on Origin Night. <laughs> oh, man, Phil Gould's just... I hope he doesn't have that speech tonight, man. I hope there's not a fucking 20 minute long Phil Gould fucking origin speech. Because, yeah. like, it's iconic, but it's so old. What I want is a pistol on the, uh, on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> and they should put it on KO. Anyway, so the next game for that night, we have uh, the Sharks versus the Bronx. Four. Sharks at home, man. Sharks at Shark Park. Sharks at Shark Park versus the Bronx. Nico Hines versus fucking Adam Reynolds. Reynolds. <laughs> oh, can't. Oh, but the Bronx are going to be missing Reese Walsh, man. Oh, he's named to play. He is named to play. Yeah, he'll They're expecting ba- him to back up. He'll back it up, man. Surely he does. Fuck, they've named a full-strength team. Yeah. No, they're well, the Bronx have it. to, man. Like the Bronx are actually playing some fucking good footy this year. They make like they they're being the Cowboys for Queensland last year. Yeah, pretty much, man. <laughs> yeah. Like and the Cowboys, the Cowboys are going to be the Cowboys for the Cowboys <laughs> at some point this year. Like it's going to happen. Like I have faith. Right, <laughs> the Cowboys. You just got to be the Cowboys. All right. 
Yeah, we're going to take the attention away from the Bronx so we can, at least the towns, uh, Queensland team can win. Look, we just got to live up to the potential that we know we have. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going the Broncos upset, but. I can totally see that. Especially with, especially with like, Reese Walsh going to play Origin, backing up. He's going to get good experience out of it. Yeah, bro. But it's just... And then know. you got the old head of Adam Reynolds as well. Yeah. Like, now, Adam Reynolds is a good fucking halfback, man. Yeah. Like, still glad we signed Chatty Daddy. Oh, yeah. It'd be cool if we got Adam Reynolds, though. That would have been sick. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't... I would I would have been happy. But then I never would have owned this goddamn hat. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, shout out to the Players Club. Fucking A up the Players Club. I better win your draw. <laughs> Alright, then we have the Roosters versus the Dogs. Well, the ranch have been saying all year that the Roosters are a bottom four side. Yeah, where are the Dogs? <laughs> yeah, well, so are the Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a 50-50, but, but the Roosters are at home, so I'd probably just give it to them. Yeah, I'm going on the Roosters just because. <laughs> now, we get to the uh, Cowboys Storm. Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Look, you're either tipping to win or you're backing the Cowboys. I um I back the Cowboys every single week. Good man. It's I don't care. Well, I'm not trying to win the thousand dollars in the fucking footy tipping comp at work anymore because I don't work there anymore. You know this. I <clears throat> so if if Muzz, Cotter, and Val and Dearden all back up. Because Dearden got the... Dearden, yeah, Dearden. Dearden got the call too. Yeah, yeah. Um, if they all back up... I think Dearden's 18th, man. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So he'll definitely be playing. But if Val, Rubes, and Muzz all back up, this is the first time this year that bar Jason Tano, uh, James Tano, we've been able to name a full strength team. Fuck yeah. So. That's us at home. We've got Tamalolo back, eh? Hey? Yep. We got Lolo back. We've got um, we got Luch. We got Lolo on the field. We got Luch. We got Lolo. We got Nanoi back. Um, We've also got what's his name? Um, Fuck, sorry, Griff Gryffindor. We got Gryffindor back Mm -hmm. this week. Fuck yeah! Like it's like I said, it's the first time for the whole year that we've been able to name a full strength team bar James Tano. Like it's like a team from last year almost. Fuck yeah. No, that's sick as... So, I'd, I'd, I'd be backing us this week, can't Yeah, so. I'm doing it. And because I hate Cameron Munster, except when he pulls on the Queensland jersey. Also, the way we came off the Tigers' loss, backed up against the Knights, putting in a better performance, playing like we cared, and now we're a full-strength team. Like, like we, I don't know. I can see us getting up. We're hungry. Yeah. We're we, hungry. we are hungry as fuck. We better be because we're it's in the 16th. T- it's a tough game. It's a fucking tough game. And we need but to what be... happened the last time the storm came to Townsville? They got fucking smoked. That's right. And then I never let Paige. I, I fucking told Paige all about it too. It's when the Cowboys beat the Storm. I have to let Paige know all about it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Shout out talk to that Paige. Shit. Uh, and then we have to finish off the round. Penrith first the Dragons. Fucking. It's first versus last. Man. Yeah, Penrith is just so good. Like, just consistently. Like, they're just a well-oiled machine, and it's fucking annoying. 
Yeah. I'd love to be a Penrith fan, but I'm just not. Yeah, no, I'm just... I can't be. It's uh-huh. Sydney. I'm a Cowboys fan. That's right. Damn, our odds to win the Premiership are going out to 151-1. I want to put five bucks on that. Yeah. <clears throat> then... Maybe 10. That's 15 on 10 dollars. Yeah, well, you know what you could do? Is you could chuck a cheeky, like, 20 bucks on fucking Dragons to win. Because they're paying five bucks to beat Penrith. Does Penrith throw their fucking under-12s team at the Dragons? <coughs> no, nah, I don't feel like they do, man. Well, they're not going to... Well, Cleary's not going to back up. Tuo's not going to back up. It's not against the Dragons, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, Cleary's named to play... And so is the why. Oh, you know what Cleary's also been named with for Origin? Oh, he's, he's, a, he's got a sore tooth. He's got a toothache. He's going to carry a toothache into the Origin game. Because that's news, apparently. I'm sorry, but adrenaline <laughs> sorts out a toothache. Like adrenaline blood. sorts out a broken fucking leg. Nah, you know what? It's the NRL. Like, a fucking little general anesthetic in your gum is not performance enhancing drugs. Fucking get a whack in your gum and off you go. It's like when you they break... Do give you, they do give you out needles, don't they? Dude, if you break your finger on the field, they tape the cuts together, whack a fucking general in it, and then it sees you out for the rest of the game. <laughs> That's pretty loose. I like it. Oh, man. Imagine how much that would hurt <laughs> when it wears off. <laughs> I don't know how much... Just, just the needle itself. Like... Just because it's a general anesthetic needle and you're putting it into a fucked up spot, mm. that shit hurts, man. It's like when you when you get a really bad cut and you got to go get fucking stitches. Yeah. And they jam like four needles in in all sorts of different directions straight into your cut. Like, holy shit. <laughs> that is brutal. But then on the drive home, you're sitting there tapping your hand on the steering wheel like... I can't feel it. Doesn't even fucking hurt. <laughs> I remember when I broke my finger at work. Um... I remember saying to like the doctor there, I was like, yeah, it's all right. It doesn't feel too bad. I might go do me washing or me shopping that I planned on doing before I went home, Masavi. And then probably like 15 minutes later, old mate's telling me, all right, now here's your prescription for your painkillers and your antibiotics. And by this time, this shit's wearing the fuck off. And I'm just like... And then Is that I, when you broke your finger on the same day I did? Yeah. <laughs> that was the biggest stitch up, man. Yeah, I remember I'm just like... I said to Russell, I'm like, oh man, this day's just so fucked. He's like, well, at least you didn't break your finger. I was like, yeah, well, I fucking did. And he's like, wait, what? What time did you break your finger? So about this time? Nah, fuck off. So we literally, like, I broke my own finger and someone else broke Russell's finger. <laughs> yeah, I got... Oh, it was, it, was it, was a, it was a fucking... It was a ratchet. Yeah, okay. And I a torque wrench. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, someone tried to... Just whack a bolt through with a fucking torque wrench and just caught my finger instead. And how'd you do yours? You slammed it in like 300 kilo door. Yeah, it was like probably even heavier than that. It was like a big Constantina door and I had the shits. And well, someone else actually did it after me. And then after that, after they did it, they actually put something in there just to stop from happening again like you can still get your finger jammed in there it's just a lot harder they put like a little um bit of round bar in there oh, at the bottom so like it'll hit the door down there so there's like a gap twice as big as your fingers when the doors hit together yeah, yeah so yeah. you can't physically squash your finger in there again 
But yeah, can't fuck that up. And then yeah, then we're both just there like, shit. How the fuck are we gonna like do the dishes in this house? Because you need to like stick your hand in a sink. <laughs> That's right. You're like holding the plate, and I've got the sponge. Yeah. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> fuck. So, we have to address the elephant in the in the room tonight. How the fuck does an elephant fit in this room? It's a little elephant. Oh, shit. Sorry, baby elephant. I should stop swearing. But the, but the baby elephant is... It's fucking origin, baby. Oh. Origin Ooh. one. That's a big-ass elephant. So, I got a couple of questions, okay? Question number one. Why the fuck is it eight o'clock? Okay, that's a very good fucking question. Question number two. Why the fuck is it Wednesday? Question number three. Why the fuck is it in Adelaide? No, who? Apparently, they had they that. Had, that one just that one makes sense to grow the game. Okay, it makes no sense this week because they thought that they were going to sell tons of tickets and they didn't, and they've been literally giving tickets out all week to try and fill that stadium for the Origin. Okay, that's just fucking dumb. It's a, it's a Queensland and New South Wales game. Yeah, let's broadcast. It's it is the most watched game of NRL or rugby league throughout the world. They should take it back to. <laughs> One year, you have two games in New South Wales, one in Queensland. The next year, two in Queensland, one in New South Wales. It's how it was. I mean, they sell tickets in Perth, man. Yeah, well, Perth's like a whole nother fucking... Okay, Perth... Now we just know don't take it to Adelaide. Yeah. Perth, everyone's too fucking stoned. I mean, like... <laughs> but the other thing is, too, is Melbourne also makes sense because they can fill the MCG. Hmm. The MCG is not exactly a small ground. It's like a hundred thousand cunts seated. It's a big ass stadium. Man. Yeah. You know what's fucking silly? Like college American football teams have stadiums that big. Yeah. Like college teams. And the biggest stadium in Australia. It, that's it. It's as big as a college football stadium. But then they also have four hundred million people versus twenty five million. Like. Billy's gonna do a wee wee. Billy sucks cock for rock. His dad came in his sock. And then Billy did too, because he's fucking weird. I didn't say anything. That's so sneaky. Like you could say whatever you want. I'm pissing in the toilet. I, I totally did say a bunch of shit. shit. <laughs> I said a bunch of shit. You'll find out. Yeah. Oh. I, was, I was sitting here like this, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't even know what I'm saying. Yeah, Origin should be fucking good, but like, I'm actually keen for it this year because the Cowboys aren't in form. So I know last year I was straight up like, nah, fuck Origin. Like they're gonna take all their good players away, and we're gonna fucking lose games, and it's gonna be shit. And I'm just not, I'm not interested. Yeah, but the thing, the thing about like some of your players going to Origin is the big experience they get out of it, and the big game experience they bring back from it. Yeah, like it, you go and play an Origin that's got to mentally grow you as a player to be able to handle a tough, big game. So, honestly, you want your best players going to play Origin because they're going to come back better. 
yeah, you might lose a few games, but what you're also doing there is you're giving your developing players a chance in the team to get a bit of game experience and to show what they've got and you know develop their confidence and develop them as a player. But then your good players come back and they come back better. And you're better off for it. Mm. You want your players playing Origin. Yeah, it sucks losing them over that period, but like... It's training that they're not going to get at the club. Yeah, 100%. And they're also going to play with the best of the best in the game. So they're going to learn more off those players. You know, like think of the think of what Tommy did and would have picked up off Daily Terry Evans. Oh, yeah. Like, as much as everyone shits on him, he's a great halfback. Oh, yeah. Like, but... I fucking hate him. Yeah, he's a beady-eyed, long-necked, fucking manly playing fucking dog. But... <laughs> You know, tell us what you really think. But he's a Queenslander tonight, so he's a fucking champion. Fuck yeah, Daily Cherry Evans. Help out, Tom Dearden. Yeah, actually, is he is he playing or not? DCE. Yeah, surely he's our captain. I just assume so. Yeah, I just assume so too. Like, <laughs> yeah, who, I haven't even. Who the looked, fuck else will be running the show? I actually, to be honest, haven't even looked at the team myself. I've just been going off what other cats are saying. I I've pretty much just assumed most of the team. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as yeah, when I when they picked out the Cowboys players, which surprised me. Like Val, I was like, yeah, all right. But then Muzz, yeah, DC, oh, it's DC. So it's DC and Cam Munster this year. That makes sense. That's right. Tommy didn't only play last year because Cam Munster was injured. Yeah, or some shit. But, yeah, old Deadsy. But like the experience they bring back from that man—that's that's what you want. Hmm. Yeah. Fucking hell. If your player can handle state of origin, they can handle a grand final. Yeah, well, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And that's really what it's about. Fucking tons of pressure. Mm. Because it's... Like, there's people who are greats in NRL, but then there's, like, people who are greats in state of origin. You, like, you get people like Dan Gagai. Dan Gagai is, like, at a, at a club level or, you know, NRL level, he sort of flies under the radar, doesn't really get much rap. But then when he chucks on the Origin jersey, man, he just fucks. <laughs> <laughs> he just fucks. Well, Honestly, he has played a shit ton of Origins and has scored a lot of tries. Like, when it comes to Origin, he is a star. He just steps up and, and fucking plays footy. But yeah, 100% can agree that at club level, he doesn't do his best. No. But that's why every year everyone's like, how does he get picked? And then he plays and they're like, that's fucking why. <laughs> yeah. It's just like Val Holmes getting picked. Like, he went and played over in England for all that time. Was it England or America? No. He tried to make it in the NFL. That's right. It was the NFL. Fuck. I couldn't remember if it was the Super League in England or if it was NFL in America. Nah, nah. There was no way it was going to. Super League is where NRL players go to retire. Yeah. Yeah, because they earn yeah. fuck tons of money. Ret- well, retiring NRL players smoke it in the Super League because NRL is just so much better. NRL is so fast, especially nowadays that they've brought in the six again rule. Like, oh, it's ridiculous with the six again rule. Man, but fuck the six again rule has made it such an exciting game. It has, but there's been so many more injuries from it. Oh, yeah. Because players are constantly under fatigue. And when you're under fatigue, that's where you make mistakes. But it makes for some mad fucking tries. It, it really makes... does. Imagine JT and Matty Bowen oh. with the six again rule. Dude. 
those guys would be sitting there going, we were born 10 years too late. <laughs> we were born 10 years too late. Here's us sitting here going, we were born 10 years too late. Especially when you got like Matt Singh and Ty Williams to pass the ball to too. Like, so they were born 10 years too early. Yeah, that's what you... I, fucking idiot. I, I listened to what you meant, <laughs> not what you said. Yeah, that's right. You're always good to do that with me. Yeah. Because usually Cause you can tell what I mean. Hey? Because you're a bit Liz Dexic in the mouth. That's exactly right. Liz Dexic's a teeple poo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? How good is Mystic Sands Golf Course? Oh. Bro. Like, it's a it's a tough, tight little course. Mm. You need to but, pick your and, shots. Yeah. And the rough is really long. Like, you can hit a ball into the rough and be like, that's where it is. And it's just not there. Mm. Like, it can just disappear. But then there's also so many trees. And, like, you know, it's like I, like I said, it's tight. Like, the fences are pretty close in. You can go out of bounds really easy. Like, you have to play that golf course pretty smart. But the greens out there, mm. so good. Oh, yeah. Like, they're... It's, it's, it's honestly between Rose Bay and Mystic Sands on the best greens. Rose Bay because they're, like, over the whole green. It's just consistently nice. Yeah, even Mystic's- the par threes are fucking at Rose Bay are looking really nice now. I think there's only one green that's a little bit rough. I think, like, the ninth green and the first green are a little bit rough, but the rest of them are fucking mint. Mm. Rose Bay know how, knows how to look after a green. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's a really sandy area, too, being right next to the beach and... A lot, a lot of grass like that loves that sand, but it's also, you know, salty, I guess. I don't know. It's been watered like fuck forever. It still takes a lot of work. Mm. Like, well, Townsville Golf Course can't work it out. They're the most expensive golf course in Townsville. I mean, if, if you had said to me six, seven months ago that Townsville Golf Course didn't have good greens, I would have told you you're crazy. They were so nice six, seven months ago. I don't know what's happened. Like, it seems like they built the new clubhouse and are trying to become this prestigious course of, you know, the most prestigious course of Townsville. Even though it's but pretty, it's still so fucking rough around there. Like, it's, the only nice thing around the clubhouse is the clubhouse itself. Like, it's sort of half built. Like they should, I reckon they knocked down the old one too early. They should have finished, they should have built everything at once instead of doing what they did. Like, it just looks shit. I mean, the clubhouse is nice. The clubhouse is nice. But inside. all the extra construction is kind of annoying. Yeah. Especially, like, with the um, 18th hole. Oh, yeah. Like, the fact that you can't cruise across the bridge now and go up the, you know, concrete path up that side. It means, like, if you, say, you hit a shot and it goes left over there, you got to go all the way up on the right, walk across the bridge, walk, like, 100 metres back down to your ball. Mm. Like, if not further. Like, say you hit a shit shot and it just ends up on the grass short to the left. Yeah. You literally just pop it over the water and it's just on the other side there. Yeah. And you have to walk fucking like a par five to go get the cunt. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Especially you think about how many old dudes go and play out there as well. Mm. You know, like all the yeah. veterans as well. You've got all fuck knees and hips and all the rest of it. Like, There's so many that play at Townsville too. Yeah. Like Townsville's a really popular course. Well, since, since they closed <clears> down Lavrak, like it was basically, they told all the members at Lavrak, right, oh, we'll, we'll keep paying for your membership, but where is it and i think it was basically half went to townsville and half went to mystic sands yeah was yeah, what i got told mystic sands. Hey? a lot of them like domestic sands yeah well it's just 
a nice little golf course. It's away from town too. Like it, it doesn't attract a lot of attention. No, it's always it's always quiet. Mm-hmm. Like Mystic Sands is that quiet of a course that if you look it up on the eighteen birdies app, you can't find it. Yeah, it's not on a golf GPS app. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even realize that because I know the par threes are on there. Yeah, the par threes at Rose Bay are on there, but Mystic mm-hmm. Sands you will not find on a golf GPS app. Man, <clears throat> I still can't believe that I I rock up to fucking mystic sands and we first tee shot like just crack it with a three iron yeah you, down the fairway too far yeah you overshot the fairway with the three iron <laughs> yeah on you, a par four you hit the fucking ball too far <laughs> which is what every golfer wants to do <laughs> hit the fucking ball further yeah so you can't even be upset about that i wasn't upset about like it. like you started the day with a cracker shot that just went too far that's exactly what i wanted to do too I, the whole time we were driving out there, I just I just wanted a repeat of how I was cracking them the last time I was there. Yeah. I just went, I don't know what got into me that day. I was just walking up and cracking them. And I just walked up to that first one and cracked it. And I went, fuck, yeah. But then as I started cracking them a bit too good, I was, the way I had my club kept making it do this and then that and then i kept correcting it and then it would overcorrect because <laughs> i was smacking them left smacking them left all right close my club face and then i was like oh fuck smacked it right <laughs> like fuck's sake like, try and come over the ball like inside to out you know because i keep hitting it left and then i just start you know hit it straight hit it straight hit it fucking right out of bounds like shit like full hook slice like fuck off <laughs> Never even pick my wood out of my bag and I'm still hitting hook slices. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like, golf's such a kind of a game, man. Like, it's so much fun, but honestly, you're... If if you... Say 99 times out of 100, you, or say, say 9 times out of 10, you go out and play golf and your dick's hanging on the left side of your leg. And you're hitting the ball really good. That one time you go out and your dick's hanging on the right side of your leg, like, it's it's just hanging over on the right instead of the left, you're going to play terrible golf and that'll be the reason why. Everything else you're doing is the fucking same but you can't hit the ball. And you won't work it out because you just you just don't know. Your dick's hanging the wrong way. That's fucking silly. <laughs> Golf's just bullshit, man. You'd be, think, you be like, thinking about every other thing under the sun except for the which way your dick is hanging. Yeah, but you just can't work the fucking thing out that day. Like, I don't know, it's... It's so such like, a it's such a technical game. That's what you're saying. Is, it's so simple. Like it's a game of millimeters. So what you're saying is, I need to go and get myself some really big hair ties. And one well, day you shouldn't need big ones. Oh well, to get around my leg. I'm not talking about my dick. <laughs> no, um, no. Everyone knew what I was talking about. Like, not not everyone has a fucking ro- big old Roger, all right. So not everyone's thinking about their massive cock all the time or <laughs> sorry not sorry but you just you, you can just get the big old hair tie rubber band whatever and slide it up your legs so you can make sure your dick's hanging that one way every time before you leave the house every time you go to play golf you just yeah, make... so then you know that's not the problem <laughs> <laughs> well fuck if you can shorten variables and that's one of them done done fucking golf man oh it's like it's like I was, you know, for a, for a while I was hitting driver pretty good. And then, I don't know, I couldn't hit it at all. Like, just couldn't make contact. Mm. It's not even that I was just slicing it or pulling it or just whatever. Yeah, I just, just couldn't hit the fucking thing. Couldn't get it in the face of the club. Yeah. 
And then I sort of worked it out again, started hitting it half decent, and then I picked up a mad slice. Mm. And I just was like, I couldn't work this out. So then I went and got the golf lesson off Mark, and he just got me to turn my right hand over a little bit more, so as my hands come through, they want to turn over and the club face closes, and got me to take my path more inside to out. And like those couple things just stopped me slicing the ball. It's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, how is golf this simple, but so difficult? Yeah. You know, like as long as, if, if you've got all the right setup and you're doing everything right, nine times out of 10, you're going to hit the ball well. Even the pros hit bad shots. Yeah. It happens. Pros will shank the fuck out of it. Even though they're the best in the world, they'll shank the fuck out of it. Yeah. It just happens. So like everyone's going to hit a bad shot. You don't have to worry about it. But like, you know, if if you got all the setup right, and you you do all the right shit, nine times out of ten it's gonna work. But like, if you just haven't had, like, I feel like anyone getting into golf should honestly get a lesson. Cause like, from someone that actually knows what they're talking about, they can just stand behind you and watch you hit a ball, and look at how you grip the club and the way your takeaway is and what your swing path looks like. Like someone that can just look at that and be like, okay, I want you to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. You will start hitting the ball so much better. <laughs> yeah, straight away. And like, you could go out and play a hundred rounds of golf and not ever fix that key problem. All you're going to do is make that problem worse because now you've made it more habitual. Yeah. So it's harder to change. So like, Anyone getting into golf should just go and get a lesson. Like, go and play it. Go, go, go hit the range for, you know, go hit the range like five, ten times. Then go out and play five or ten rounds of golf. And then go get a lesson. Just yeah. so you can work out at least a little bit what you're doing, what your tendencies are. Yeah, like at least try and get yourself striking the ball. Just at least get yourself into a, like a habitual swing that someone can look at and be like, okay, yeah. this is what you need to do. Yeah. Something that, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Makes a lot of sense. I'm just too much of a tight ass. <laughs> I mean, and that's that's usually the thing for a lot of people, I guess, is just like they want to do the lesson, but I suppose everyone also thinks like, you know, there's a lot of, um, what's all I'm trying to say? Like there's a lot of like ego. Yeah, but like put it this way. Think of how much it costs you to lose a golf ball. Think of how many of those golf balls you'll lose if you go get a fucking lesson. Yeah. What's a lesson? Like 50 bucks? Um, it starts at 50. If if you were to get a one-hour lesson from most pros around town, so it'd be about 80 bucks. Yeah. If you go get a one-hour lesson with two people, it'd be 50 bucks each. Yeah. But then it's not all on you. So. Yeah. And you want about an hour lesson, honestly. Yeah. Because that gives you enough time to hit enough balls to really go through shit. Yeah. <clears throat> Try some different drills and see what's what works for you. Because, like, there is no perfect swing. Yeah. Like, whatever your swing is that gets you to hit the ball well... Yeah. ...is what you do. Well, that's where I've sort of struggled with sort of getting through my head that I should go get a lesson. Because I'm like, well, what if... Well, I'm left-handed to start with. <laughs> like if you get a lesson off a good coach a good coach won't try and change your whole swing they'll try and change it to suit you yeah 
they'll try and just make you make small adjustments that suit your swing to get you to you know, turn, the, turn, turn your hands at the right time and do all the right shit to get you contacting the ball well. Yeah. Like a bad coach is going to probably change your entire swing. Unless your entire swing is just shit, then they're like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah, well, I suppose if you're like a, a hockey player, say, <laughs> and you you come in and like, you, I mean, hey, the way that old mate strikes his putter, like with the... <laughs> it's fucking awesome it's I, fun to watch man. I love it. Yeah. And, and it and he actually he does it alright yeah he's not bad putting like that bro. and I mean I don't know as far as rules go with having one hand on the grip and one hand halfway down the club goes but I don't know I don't know if there's anything wrong with it happy, I don't, I don't think happy there Gilmore are, did it yeah like I don't think there is anything wrong with it either I saw a really weird grip today actually it was this dude on the DP tour and he had one of those he had a really long after putter um but the way that he sort of gripped it he had one hand sort of like that and the putter was resting up against there mm. and i don't know he had it resting against there so he had the putter there against his right and that arm sort head. of holding it across there and then the other hand on it and it was just yeah right. So he's got it like tucked into his right bicep yeah it was and like just it was using his weirdest. right hand to, that's fucking weird. It's like a pendulum. Yeah, it was like the weirdest shit I've ever seen, man. It's like, when you get to that point, you've just missed too many putts and you're getting desperate, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, even when I see people with the claw grip, I'm like, holy fuck, you're getting desperate. Mm. Like, it works for a lot of people, but I just don't see how that's more stable. Yeah. Like, the best putter on a PGA, oh, now he's live golf. But the best putter in the world is Cam Smith. Hmm. He don't do that shit. No. He doesn't even have a practice swing. He looks at the fucking hole. He stares at the hole. And he goes, yeah, that hard. And he hits the ball. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's exactly what I do because I watch Cam Smith do it. And I'm like, that seems like a good idea. Because to me, when you have a few practice swings, your first practice swing is probably going to be the swing that you wanted yeah but then you go and have a few practice swings and you're like hmm yeah about that and then you hit the ball totally different yeah you just you just stare at, stare at where you want that ball to go you just really dial that in your head you're like that's where I want it and then you look down at the thing and you hit it like you've worked it all out right there you don't need a couple of practice swings you've hit the golf ball a thousand ten thousand fucking times before you know yeah, you, you don't. Know, you, you, know, you know how to swing the club. Yeah, and you know how hard you need to hit the thing. You just look at where you want the ball to go, and you hit it, and it's going there. Mm. Nine times out of ten. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know. I'm a twenty-four handicap, so. <laughs> I mean, like the only time I'll do, I won't do like a practice swing, next to the ball. I'll just like I'll just pull back from, from the ball a couple times. I've seen you do that. Like, you just work, like, getting your takeaway and shit going. Yeah, just make... Because if the takeaway is wrong and you feel... It, it happens... You know, as soon as your takeaway is wrong, you feel it instantly and you know it's bad. That's why, like, if I'm just... I look at it, I just do, like, a takeaway. If a takeaway... I'll do, like, two real quick takeaways and if, if they both feel good, I'm just like, cool. Mm. Have another look at that ball and just fucking... I, I like to, I like to do that as like a muscle memory thing but like standing next to the ball and doing that 
like whole like swing thing because every single time I do that just because I'm like waiting for someone else to tee off or something like that I'll just do it as I'm fucking around and then I'll just like smack it and I'll just look at where like the clubs travelled across the grass and where I was looking I was like well that ball would have just fucked off <laughs> <laughs> that ball would have gone exactly where I wanted it to like I'm just like yeah you watch now that I've watched two t- shit tee shots and then it's my turn and then I'm I'll top it and it's going to hit the next tee box so I have another nice later hit in mm. the second time it's like I've, I've seen it like playing a comp a couple of times man like even playing in that survivor golf scramble the other day the dudes who were playing with this guy had a <clears throat> practice swing on his driver and it was just like damn that felt good hope yeah. the next one's that good and he pull hooks the ball into the water it's like if you just stood up to the ball and you just swung like you just did on that practice swing it would have been red hot. But no, you had your practice swing that was too fucking good. And now you put the ball in the water. Like, just get up, hit the ball. Yeah. Like, I can understand, like, doing, you know, little practice takeaways and shit because that's like, all right, I've got, I've got all this feel. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. But, like, to have a full swing at it, I, I just don't, I don't know, man. I, I can't feel that. Yeah. It's, it's not me. Yeah, uh, every time I take a full swing at pre- as a practice shot, it's perfect. And I go, well, I just wasted it. Yeah, because the <laughs> thing is, you're not actually trying to hit the ball to the target right there. You're just having a swing. Yeah. So you swing real nice. Yeah. But like, then you just step up to the ball thinking, I got to do that same swing instead of just swinging naturally like you would have. Yeah. What's the time? Time is 7.35. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Origins about to start. We got pregame show and shit. Yeah. Rightio. So, Origin's going to kick off in about 24 minutes. So, we're going to get ourselves all settled in, ready for that shit. And ready for Queensland to win, obviously. You got a multi on the game, Russell? Yeah, I got a multi on it. Um, all thanks to Cade. Um, bet with mates thing. Uh, Is that a through sports bet? Yeah, through sports bet. Uh, let me just find it. Okay, it's group. Our bets. All right. So this this is a shout out to sports bet. I don't want any sponsorship. <laughs> so we got Selwyn Cobbo, Murray Tallagi, Reese Walsh, and Val Holmes to score with Queensland to win head to head. Total of forty dollars on it between the team, paying three thousand six hundred and forty dollars. So. Basically, if it wins, I'm just going to tell Cade that he doesn't have to give me any money and I get the commie. <laughs> I'm sure he won't mind. No, nah, I'll still owe him. Still owe him, uh, what's that? Uh, 260, so not 130 bucks. That's all right. <laughs> it's like a full tank of fuel. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, it should be a good game, but I'm pretty keen for it. Doesn't sound like it. I don't know, I'm pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> I get a piss too. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, well, thanks for listening today. Yeah, cheers, cunts. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Fucking. Go Queensland! Go Queensland!
Oh, cheers for listening, you legends. And if you got this far, let me know because you've won yourself a prize. <laughs> cheers. Catch you later.